Welcome back to a little Friday edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, here in the Washed Media Studios, brought to you by Washed Media, and joined once again by Phil Battaglia. Phil, hey, what's going on? Happy to be back. Uh, we're happy to have you back, especially now that uh, that you're double-shotted up. Double-shotted, vaccinated. And I'm not talking about the Starbucks canned coffee beverage. No. See, I roll with um, Rambler energy drink. You roll Rambler. You're a Rambler Sparkling man. Sparkling energy. You are the Rambler man. I actually, you know, I I, I texted you the other day mm-hmm. about the uh, the hot deal that mm-hmm. was at Central Market for the Ramblers. Yes. I thought about stocking up. I really did. You don't see prices like that too often. I thought about just buying like 12 cases, just <laughs> get stocked through the summer. Yeah. But I decided against it. I only bought two 12 packs, one of the, uh, of the regular mm-hmm. and one grapefruit. You're a grapefruit guy. I'm a grapefruit guy. That's okay. my te- that is my test of a sparkling water. Is there ah. is of a flavored sparkling water? Is there grapefruit flavor? So you. It seems I, like the easiest one to do. What's the one Lacroix? It's called Pample. Pample Moose. Yeah. Did you crush those at the Grand X? Office? I did. I did. But that was you. You got to realize that that Lacroix was first. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> then everybody was like, "Oh, we we know how to make these things actually taste uh-huh. good." Yeah. 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 Uh, Lacroix was was real really trash. But yeah. So we're. We are we're double vaxxed and we're we're double ramblers um, mm-hmm. today. So that's uh, you've got the new energy one. Mm-hmm. You, you, no, no more free advertising. You, you can stop <laughs> talking about it. If anybody uh, is listening from Rambler, you can get at us. We'd be uh, we'd be happy to have you on board as a sponsor. Let's uh, let's move some bubbles, shall we? Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is unparalleled commitment to the game. You 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 are only on your your, your you got the shot yesterday. And, yeah, and here yeah. you are in studio. I had to be here live in person. And uh, well, I'm just glad that you're that you're not uh, feeling sick. No, I'm a little lethargic. Yeah, and I apologize if that comes to my. It's tone. okay. It's okay. Today we've got um, most of the content really just being provided by our lovely listeners. Mm-hmm. I did a little, uh, did a little sourcing. Little, yeah. you know, little. Um, what do you call that? I went to the I, I, crowdsourcing. Thank you. Thank there you. We are. See, you're 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 See, picking me up today. Brain is working. Um, crowdsourcing on 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 the gram at Club Cool Pod. Saw what you guys wanted to talk about, uh, and y'all had a bunch of good stuff. So we're going to cover some of the the kind of the, the most popular topics that uh, that we got today. Um, yeah, that that's about it for the intro. Any anything else before we um, you know jump in here and and just uh, just hit the ground running? No, I, I did. I forgot to. I I returned them so quickly. The Todd Snyder pants. Yeah, you I was going to bring them in, but I was like, I got to get these out of the house. <laughs> I look like such a buffoon. Okay, you got. The, the, I think the the listeners will know there was. Everybody saw that Todd Snyder catalog. It was really cool. It had all the Japanese fabrics and yeah. like indigo French chore work pants, chore jackets, everything like that. And you picked up the the pants, the Japanese, the Japanese chore indigo chore pants. Yes. And tell, man, tell us about them. They looked so cool in the catalog. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, this is it. My first four-way into the loose-fitting, mm-hmm. relaxed fit. They're going to yeah. look great. I'll get them a little bit touched up at the yeah. tailor. Yeah. When I put those things on, when I brought, well, when I got them out of the bag, I was like, nope, this isn't going to work. But I'm going to try them on anyway. Because they were going to be too big? They look like Jinkos. <laughs> they almost, there's a 28 waist. 
I think it was a 30 length. Uh-huh. The waist was a little big, but it almost worked. But the the size of those pants. So they are baggy pants. Yes. Yes. They had to have had those clipped in all those shots. No, the well, the product images even. Yeah. Look, make it look like a skinny jean. Right. <laughs> that Not was that was close. was holding me back is that they were they, they looked so damn skinny in the, on on the web. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. They're huge. Well, this is not uh, – you haven't piqued my interest as much as, as if you had come and said, they're perfect, I love them, yeah. you got to see these. But you have – I mean, now I am potentially even – You know, I'm, this is a different level of curiosity. Now here. you want to see. Now i got to see what, the, Another what, what, thing. what them about, the, about these things. <laughs> what them? About them. What them? Uh, <laughs> the fabric is almost iridescent. Okay, now I don't like that. I, I was thrown off. They really fucked me on the catalog and on the product images. What's Todd Snyder doing over I don't there, know, man? But I don't appreciate it. Yeah, that's that. I do that, appreciate the free returns, though. That was nice. That is nice. That is nice. <laughs> it was. It was a little. There was a little shine to it, and that kind of threw me off. I'm sure you throw those things in the washer, and they'll get better over time. But okay, uh, it was right. a disappointment. Did now? Did you have anything else in your? Was it just the pants? Did just you try the anything pants. else? No. Okay. All right, and uh, and there you have it. Not uh, not a green light on those. The polos I would like to t- to test out. The search continues. The what yeah. the, like the knit polos? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some good ones. You should look at uh, on Canoe Club. They mm-hmm. just got in some uh, ones from Beams Plus. Okay, and it's a Japanese brand. Fits a little trimmer. Yeah, so they might be right. right up your alley. Perfect brand. I really like too. Beams Plus doing a bunch of bunch of good shit. A uh, bunch of good short sleeve short sleeve shirts out there as mm. well from from those guys. Okay, um, so. Worth checking out. Uh, yeah. Um, before we jump into these questions here, let's just plug the Patreon real quick. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. I don't know if you saw this, Phil, but last week I put out a little uh, one of our a, a markdown pod, a yeah. little bonus pod that I do for our, for our top tier, our fully loaded, extremely cool kid tier. And I used some of the footage from what I call the Lost Tapes. Mm-hmm. It's that podcast that we Ooh. recorded in January <laughs> that we never released. <laughs> I don't know if people it, really wanted that. It had some good segments in it. That's the thing. Uh-huh. It had a good segment where we talked about dunks. Yeah. And the saga continues with those things. I, I just I don't know if you tried for the Hawaii ones this no. morning. But the, they're, they are... I, it's an L. It, another L. Yeah. I haven't hit on a single pair of dunks on through the sneakers app, I should say. But it's... it's I mean, it's just... It's uh, it's it's ongoing. It's unfortunate. It's, 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 it's never ending. Uh, you can't... You cannot win these things. So... So it was a very that that's what the little podcast was about. I dropped some early thoughts on, on the on the uh, you know for about ten minutes, and then I played about twelve minutes of from the lost tapes. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're interested uh, to to hear what hit the cutting room floor, that's in our top tier. Uh, I'm about halfway through our uh, our best shit of the month list right now. Under it looks like it's going to be under eighty, ninety, hundred bucks somewhere in that range. That's uh, that's everybody gets that. Even our our our, our two dollar tier. So check us out. We've got more coming. Patreon.com/slash Club cool, great way to support the podcast. You ready to jump into these uh, yeah. these questions? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So I got two questions about this, and I'll just read them. How can someone with a J. Crew Basics wardrobe start integrating fashionable pieces? And then, uh, in in uh, in briefer terms, how to graduate from J. Crew? Mm. So this is something that that I think comes up every once in a while, and we we we've always been champions of j crew is like a great starting point 
and in the early days of the pod, as we were talking a little bit more about graduating from like fraternity style, essentially from college style, J. Crew is like the was the natural landing next landing spot. Mm-hmm. It's the next lily pad in the pond, if you will. So it it should come as no surprise that a few years down the road, now we're getting the question. Well, okay, so where do I jump to next? What's the next step? Um, and I thought about this for a little bit, and I, I, I jotted down some notes, and I'll, I'll try to articulate those here. The first thing that I would say is when you're shopping at J. Crew, just pick everything in a neutral color. Yeah. <clears throat> pick khakis and grays and blacks and navies and whites, and don't veer too far into any, like, you know, real wild colors, mm-hmm. at least for as you're building out that that J. Crew basics wardrobe, mm-hmm. right? You love the pocket tees. Um, you know, I, I, I've had a shit ton of the, what used to be called the Stanton shorts over the summers. Cashmere's great. The cashmere sweaters. Price um, right. But when I think about, and but when I think about like the stuff from J. Crew that I've moved on from, that I've sold on, on Grailed or eBay or, or took to Buffalo Exchange, it's always stuff that was like louder. Mm-hmm. Stripes, stripes, brighter plaids, yeah. stuff that was like too holiday, mm-hmm. um, a little too kitschy, a little too seasonal. I had like this like bright like citron green Oxford button down that I wore to a wedding once. That's mm-hmm. you know it, that did not age very well. <laughs> so I, I I think color palette is 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 <clears throat> really really crucial. Even you know earthy colors, olives, mm-hmm. that type of thing, uh, just because they lend themselves to pretty much wherever you want to go next. Yeah. So color is very important. And, and that's from the, from the kind of the, when you're building out that basics wardrobe, when you're continuing to shop at J crew for, for the, for the building blocks. Um, okay. My next thing here would be J crew does have some trendier pieces. They do lean into a, to a couple of like more fashiony items here and there. One that stands out is like this kind of like white, Twill denimy chore coat that they had mm-hmm. that they have recently. It's like from their Wallace and Barnes line. That thing could be from any number of brands, right? You know, yeah. Amy's doing chore coats. Todd Snyder's mm-hmm. doing them. Snow Peak is doing them. Montfrey has a bunch of vintage ones. Like Carhartt Whip is doing a chore coat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like they 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 are those things are all over the place, right? And it, that is a that's a more fashionable piece. So it's from J Crew. It's probably going to go with other stuff that you have from J Crew. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the next thing is to 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 really, you know, comb through the new arrivals, comb through the stuff and just see find the places where J Crew is leaning into to the more fashiony areas and kind of capitalize because that that short coat on various sales over the last several weeks while it's listed at close to 200 bucks can be had for much closer to 100. Yeah. So um the flip side of that coin, avoid where J Crew leans into the stuff that you that you want to move on from. So when when you start talking about J Crew and like moving on to, to fashionable pieces, in my head that means that you're probably moving away from like the preppier stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, I pulled up J Crew earlier this morning just to look at like new arrivals and like they've got like a crazy patchwork like madras buttoned up thing going on right now. Stay away. Yeah. Like unless like your next move is to <clears throat> Ralph Lauren and rowing blazers and like. You know this kind of new wave of take Ivy prep, then then that's where that's those are the things that you're avoiding, and that falls into the same co- conversation as like the color thing. Avoid the pastels and the bright loud colors and the preppy stuff and the stuff that you know 
makes you looking like makes you looking look like you're getting on a boat in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Um, and we'll just we can tie in Chet Hanks' rules of white boy summer to that as well, right? <laughs> no, uh, no salmon, no salmon colored shorts, no boat shoes, no calling girl smoke shows. Um, and then let's see what's my next piece here. Okay, this is kind of a now. Now we can talk a little bit about graduating into the more fashionable brands and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, pick brands that do kind of like. That, that take a piece that you like from J. Crew or that do the thing that you want from fashion and 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 they kind of specialize in something like that. That's kind of like an arm of J. Crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 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 you can you, you can pull out these different threads from a J. Crew wardrobe and use them to to go in a different direction. Right. So like the ideas that I have here, if you want to do like an elevated basics type look, then 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 go shop brands like John Elliott or Uniform that do kind of like neutral palettes, modern cuts, but overall it's like elevated basic type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the new building blocks of a wardrobe. Maybe you want to do that elevated prep thing. <clears throat> well, Aimee Leon Dor, Noah NY, like those brands find a lot of their inspiration from like old school Nautica and Polo and that type of thing. So focus on those brands if that's where you want to go. Maybe you just want to move into like a graduated contemporary look. You should be looking at brands like AMI, Rag and Bone, that type of thing. And so I, I, it's, I think it's about, it's a, it's about kind of like, you know, picking a lane basically, and then kind of going for that lane. So, so while you're, while you're still shopping J Crew and, and adding to your wardrobe, you want to pick things that fall in line with that, and then you want to pick brands to move into that kind of identify with what you're going for as well so it it, i I think that'll just make the that will make the transition more seamless and a little quicker as opposed to just like being like you know me and and saying well i like all this so i'm just going to start picking and 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 pulling from each of these brands and getting a little bit of this and a little bit of that because then suddenly you got like a little bit of prep and a little bit of contemporary and a little bit of cali basic type stuff and and none of it really goes with Mm -hmm. the other things Mm -hmm. and so then you just need more and yeah. so it takes more time and it costs more money and, and your transition is, is longer and more difficult. So, so I, I, I think that's kind of what it boils down to is kind of like picking the direction you want to go and then building out your J. Crew wardrobe to, to go in that direction and then picking the brands that, that fall in line with that direction. Mm-hmm. Would you have anything to add? No, I, I that? think that you've covered it. Uh, the only thing I would add is that I, I like the reason I was and still am in the J. Crew school, I haven't fully graduated. Is for the basics, and like you were saying, what I will grab is like two of one color. They're gray. They're heather gray, or just a, a straight up gray crew neck pocket tee. I'll get two of those. Mm-hmm. Two whites. Um, if they have something else that's like a faded black or something, not a solid black that's like really, really black. And the reason I get those is just because you can screw them up, and they're still good quality. They'll they'll hold up in the wash forever. Yep. Like this shirt I have on is from the Gap. It's probably ten years old. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm not worried about it. I had to go put up a bunch of wine this morning, so if I had spilled something on me, not a big deal. Yeah. If I had on the uniform LA basic or my John Elliott, I'd have some issues. Right. So yeah, totally. And then another thing is what I like to do is even if I have on just a, a regular J Crew gray pocket tee 
is find like a nice pair of shoes or something that sets it off or a jacket you can put something to layer on top that's not just it's not all J Crew looking. You okay. Know what I mean, so that's uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's actually where I was. I was going to add kind of a similar idea. One thing that I remember doing a few years ago as I was going through more of that is I would try not to leave the house in like a full J Crew no, outfit. Don't do that. If I grab like <laughs> if I grab like a J Crew you know striped T shirt that I yeah. really like, I try not to. I try to go in it like, well, let me grab my shorts that aren't J Crew mm-hmm. because then you. You look way less like you came out of the J Crew catalog. Yeah, and that's how you start like kind of varying and and your your look and diversifying your style mm-hmm. is kind of that commitment to, and that, and that plays into like the whole like high low thing as well, right? Like you know maybe you got your your twenty five dollar J Crew T shirt, mm-hmm. but then you're going with your with your more expensive shorts or your more expensive shoes or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and those are the pieces that you're using to kind of like put that next foot forward yeah um i'm just i'm cruising the site once again and it's it really is interesting because there's like it's just so interesting what the directions that you can go in from j crew like i'm looking at their they got a nine inch short and garment dyed cotton and a bright like lavender purple Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's gonna go real well with your with your madras shirt and your uh and your driving loafers at this but at the same time i can keep scrolling and get to like the tech doc short in a satur in a saturated purple mm-hmm. and like man, you can throw on some court purple jordan ones with that and like yeah a tee from uniform there you go and you got a whole new look going another so it's it's very it is very versatile in that way another uh little stepping stone that that i did around i'll never forget the first vintage store i ever went in was like i think 2002 or 2003 and it was in college station okay um but what I'm getting at is incorporate vintage looks in in place of the J. Crew stuff because a lot of their button downs, a lot of their, you know, camp collar stuff, you can go find a more unique piece mm-hmm. from a vintage store. Sure. Yep. That doesn't that somebody else isn't you're not gonna be you know, seen with Run somebody else the wearing same, the yeah. same deal. Yeah, totally. Uh cool. I think we I think we got some I wonder how like Vineyard Vines and all of them are doing. Like that ultra prep stuff. Are people still wearing that? I, that's a great question. I never Southern see Tide, it. Southern Proper, Vines. Never. never. You, you, yeah, it's it's definitely. I feel I feel like it was, you know, it was always regional, and it just kind of like spread. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably just kind of like, pull as that trend has kind of died out a little bit, and as that's a less less popular, you know, go to style option. It's probably just still very regional. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I bet if you're up in Cape Cod, you still see a lot more sure. vine- vineyard vines, right? Yeah. That type of thing. But when's the last time you were in the Cod? Uh, never. I've never <laughs> been to Cape Cod. I don't think. <laughs> Actually, maybe I have when I was when I was much much younger. With, really? With I've the never parents. been. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's a good question. They I'm call curious. it the Cod, Randy. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, speaking of prep, speaking of um. Of some of those brands and and the preppier staples, we can use that to segue into another couple, another question that I got a couple of, uh, and and again, I got a I got a short version and I got a long version. Short version, golf course looks. Mm-hmm. Longer version, cool golf stuff like Air Max golf shoes or Bill Murray shirts. How not to look like a dork on the links. Um, all right, so I'm gonna start with fit because. 
fit is what I think is the most important thing mm -hmm. to looking good on the golf course. It's really everybody plays golf differently. Everybody plays a different amount. Some people are out there four days a week. Some people play once a month. Some people play twice a year, right? So it's it. it when what I mean by that is like, like as opposed to our casual wardrobes, you probably also have a different, uh, you know, varying degrees of a golf wardrobe. And for me, I have one pair of shorts that I like to golf in. Yeah, because I golf. You know, if I'm lucky once a month, it's usually not that. It's usually every other month or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and um, they fit great. They're from Under Armour. They're navy blue, so they go with pretty much every golf shirt that I own. And I had to have them tailored because as has long been an issue, for whatever reason, golf shorts are typically cut with like a 10-inch inseam. Yeah. A long inseam. Yeah. So I just found a pair that I liked that fit me everywhere else, and I just had them tailored. So don't be afraid to 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 treat your golf clothes like you would your casual clothes and like make sure they fit right get them tailored do stuff like that um i i think when we were talking a couple of weeks ago about some of these kind of these these popular golf brands that have sprung up i mentioned that that i almost feel like golf clothes have become too fitted on the pros and so i would also i'd throw that in there like you don't necessarily need to be in the nike golf polo showing off the seps like kepka out there yeah you know what i mean like your golf cart your golf shirt doesn't have to be that fitted. It doesn't have to be that snug. Right. Uh, you obviously don't want the the whole 1990s, like, cutter and buck. Everything looks like it's a 2XL. <laughs> cutter and buck. <laughs> uh, either. So it's just, it's, it's, you're finding a nice in-between where your range of movement is good, but the sleeves aren't down past your elbows. You just want a nice, you know, easy fitting, yeah, easy to swing, like, you know, semi-tailored look out there um and 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 you're gonna look you're gonna look good you're gonna like the way you look. you're gonna like the way you look but that's but I, but i feel like the biggest faux pas that i see out on the course are shorts that are too long and golf shirts that are too big mm -hmm. and you obviously don't want the flip of that either you don't want to I, I don't suggest being out there in like four inch chubbies Ooh. and i don't suggest being out there in like you know a skin tight lulu polo either yeah so that's i i, I that's that's my number one. Um, the second thing, uh, one, one of our listeners mentions the Air Max golf shoes. I, I love those things. Mm -hmm. I really want a pair. I think they look sick. Jordan Brand is obviously doing a bunch of cool um, golf spikes and golf shoes as well. Mm -hmm. I'm down with all that. At the same time, Todd Snyder is doing a really nice collaboration with FootJoy. Mm -hmm. We've got a bunch of old school stuff like the Bogey Boys, Macklemore's brand that we talked about, or Cricket, which we've mentioned several times. Man, Bogey Boys. I, st I said it before. I love that name. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and so we we did we briefly touched on this when we were when we talked about this a couple weeks ago. But I think you also have to pick a lane because I don't necessarily think the old school golf and the very modern golf mesh well together. Mm -hmm. Some of it, you know, you might be you, you can probably get away with like an Air Max golf shoe and a cricket polo. But but really, I feel like if you want to go, you kind of got to pick either like Caddyshack or like modern golf. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go with the cricket polos and the rope caps and like the random golf club type stuff, then like maybe you should be in the foot joy Todd Snyder's. If you're more like the Malbon, uh, whim golf guy, then yeah, get, get your Nike Air Maxes and your Jordans and your, you know, and your, your, your more, your more technical fabrics and, and, and kind of go in, in that mm -hmm. direction. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a couple more things, but, but I want to give you a chance in anything you want to th throw in here. 
Uh, no, I would agree, and I think that you're about to mention. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, I I generally try not to just like straight up trash or bad mouth <laughs> any looks or any brands on this podcast because that's not that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here to tell people that their style is trash. I I, I this is a this is a helping podcast. People helping people. Um, I'm I'm big out on William Murray Golf. <laughs> <laughs> Big out, and I and I feel the same way about Travis Matthew. Okay, Travis Matthew had a nice run. Mm-hmm. They had the cool like the mesh trucker caps that everybody had with the little circle patch logo. I still have one. It's a great hat. But both of those brands to me, they like look they're they're trailblazers in their own right, kind mm-hmm. of because they 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 kind of paved the way for some of these other brands that we're mentioning to be like. Okay, yeah. Let's push. Let's push the envelope. Let's push the direction that of of golf clothing and gear out of like this conservative fuddy duddy nature. Mm-hmm. Like we can get crazy. We can get wild with golf stuff. We can get fashionable with it. But the fashionable piece is is where these other brands have have picked up and and moved it forward. Bill Murray and Tra- Bill Murray Golf and Travis Matthew Golf was always like a half assed step in that direction. The prints are not very good. They're very loud. It, they, they're they're and, and and to that end, they kind of it makes you look like you were like. It, it looks like stuff that wives are buying for their husbands because they're like, oh, that's a fun golf shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill Murray's thing was. Do you know was, what I mean? You, yeah. you know what I mean. That was owned by the Chive. Yep. So I have a feeling that that is the direction, or they had some. I don't know if they had any influence on the direction of the design, but they they kind of you know when you get in bed with a brand like that that is geared or skewed towards comedy. Well, it's Bill Murray. It's he's but a lot of those aren't like funny shirts. They're just a bad attempt. Yes. At, that and that that's yeah, that, you know I mean? that that's really that's what I mean is that they're it, it's it's somewhere in the middle. You can tell that they were trying to be fashion. But like uh, let's just pull this this guy up. Like this is awful. That is bad, isn't it? <laughs> and 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 so they, this stuff with the 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 Madras tipped. It's keep going. Let's keep, let's keep. They going. they just had these. They had these ideas. Like we can be we can be the fun golf brand. But it's like it, I don't. It's know, almost man. like it's Chubby's, just, isn't it's, it? It's des- yeah, but not even the. At least Chubby's prints are well designed. Mm-hmm. This is so loud. The colors are are are. are yeah. I, Look at like, Bill. Like you said, it Bill it works on Bill Murray because he's Bill Murray. Like yeah. he's got that vibe. Like he's he's kind of he's funny old dad Bill Murray. I had a question about a brand that has a lot of good going for them, Malbon. Yeah. What's the fit? Do you have one of these? They're polos? I don't actually. Do you know anything about the fit? Um I believe that it's I, I think it's gonna be slim but not mm-hmm. tight. Okay. They have sold out of a lot of stuff. They do. They do sell out of, of, of quite a bit. I want to pull up Travis Matthew because I actually, to be fair, I haven't actually looked at Travis Matthew in a while, and and, and I think I, I think their stuff is far less egregious to me than uh, than the Bill Murray stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, but but again, it's like this type of stuff is for if if you're a guy around our age, this stuff is not meant for you, basically. 
this really is meant for 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 50 year old guys who who think that they want to like have fun golf stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> not 25 30 35 year olds that actually want like hey can my golf stuff be fashion yeah. can my golf stuff be like really cool good looking well designed stuff so that that's I, I, so I'm, I, I am going to pick that bone here with with Travis Matthew and, and William Murray Golf because I just mo- most, I want to separate those brands from the conversation okay. of these other That's cooler golf brands that we're talking about because yeah. it's different it's different stuff. Yeah. All right. What what where go did you up, want me to there go? There was a shirt that wasn't that bad. Down. It's like a salmon color on the right. There. Yeah. Right there pretty basic yeah i i I, and again that's what i'm saying like if if you want some basic golf stuff from travis math from travis matthew go for it i I just don't think that it's the the right brand to shop if you want golf fashion yeah i got you is basically what i'm saying yeah yeah Mm -hmm. uh for that you should be paying attention to you know to the variety of brands that are that that actually did take that that step we've named a bunch of them and yeah, you know, it's it's all over the place. The 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 golf uh, golf culture and and golf stuff as as fashion. Fashion. Uh, the fashion. You remember that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Um, anything else that I wanted to say here? Oh yeah, I, I was just going to add to just to the to the end here. Like I said, William Murray and Travis Matthew kind of tried to to push in that direction. And then a bunch of other brands like picked up that ball, ran with it even further. But then all the other brands that were already making the stuff, like Nike yeah. and Ralph Lauren and Puma and and those brands, they all picked up this. They they all picked up their game as well. I feel like, like I I, mm-hmm. I look at you know I think we we're, we're we're very in tune with Nike. Their golf stuff looks great. Yeah, it does. You know, some of it's not great, but there's sure. some stuff that is great. Yeah. Uh, and if and and Puma does some some stuff that i don't love either but but they mm-hmm. but they've really put their design team on it and and have ricky. Gone, gone with some crazy looks and how can we forget ricky wearing joggers out there several years back man remember that yeah and like the big high top puma yeah golf spikes yeah that wow. was a, it was a look it was a look not one that i suggest somebody else trotted longer. out there i think yeah there's still there's still a couple of golfers out there that i that i think uh were the were the joggers Man, Nadal pushes the limits on the shorts, um, on the on the tennis side. Yes, and he also was a big capri pant guy for a <laughs> long time, and he was constantly. All he does out there is play incredible tennis and then pick wedgies. <laughs> constantly, he's, he's not. He is. Yeah, I appreciate that though because it's like he he knows he's on camera. Yeah, he knows he's a he's a star. And the only thing that matters is playing good tennis to him. He doesn't care if he picks his nose or picks his wedge. Yeah, and he's got a Richard Mill watch. And he's got a Richard Mill on oh, while doing it. you got to respect that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Believe me. He is, uh, he, he, you know, zero vanity when he's out there on, on the court. Uh-huh. The Capri pants were great. The, uh, you, have you ever noticed how Nadal, like, he's got, like, major tennis arm? Yes. Where, like, his, what he's lefty, right? This is uh-huh. his left dominant? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So his like left arm is like way more yeah. toned and jacked than his right arm. Yeah, Th- that seems to be what's happening to my calves, Phil. Your calves? Yeah, yeah. 
How? I don't know. My left one is just like straight up atrophying. I don't you know have what's going great on. calves. Not, not, no, not anymore, man. The pandemic has taken it from good, me. I've good. Been, I've, <laughs> I'm happy to hear it. Welcome to my level. Um, Come back down. I've, I, I've been in the gym trying to get these legs back back on deck, but it's it's not easy. Man, some dude came into Tom's months ago that had just had calf implants. Hmm. Now that <laughs> is taking it too far. There, there was a dude who was like on the, you know, on the mat section, on the, you know, kind of ab stretching section yesterday. Uh-huh. I did uh, at the EQX. I, I think he had calf implants. <laughs> there's no, there's no way. The scar is where you. The scar is well, very noticeable. Okay, so he was wearing three quarter tights. There you go. That that's you, probably why. And they were when I wear three quarter tights, they, it makes my calves look even, like slimmer. Mm-hmm. I like the look, but recently it's like, geez, chicken leg city over here. Uh, and his calves through the three quarter tights were just like bulging melons. Like it was, in, it was. Yeah. Maybe that's what he did over the pandemic. <laughs> well, he, you know, he, he probably saw what was happening down there and said, yeah, "I can't have this. I can't have this. I gotta, I gotta remedy it." <laughs> um, okay, we've got some more. Let's take a quick break. Hear from a sponsor. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket sized guide that helped you sleep? focus, and just all around be better? Well, guess what? There is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. It is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Are you overwhelmed? Are you stressed? Headspace has a little three-minute SOS meditation for you. Maybe you need some help falling asleep. Headspace has wind-down sessions that their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Their approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I'm on the app right now. You just click whatever button you need. Do you need to feel just a little bit of calm, a little bit of peace? Check out Meditate. Maybe you're, you're feeling a little insomnia. You're tossing and turning. You're thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. Hit the sleep button and go through any one of their, you know, sleep casts or wind downs, the nighttime SOS, maybe a little music or a soundscape to just to lull you right to bed. They even have workouts. Check out the move section. They have a stress release workout, a workout to help with anxiety. And then you get over to focus. This is my favorite part because um, you can click on Arcade Fires playlist or how about one that Hans Zimmer put together. And these are our playlists that are designed specifically to help you focus on whatever the task at hand might be. It's pretty awesome. There's something for everybody and everything and every situation. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash clubcool. That's headspace.com slash clubcool for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, so head to headspace.com slash clubcool today. All right, Phil, we are back. You ready for a few more questions? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's keep it going. All right, here's one. Haircuts. Ooh. I tried to get a modern mullet today, and it turned out terribly. Now, what do you, what, what do you, what do you think a modern mullet is? Uh, our good friend, Boosh, 
who uh, lives across from Tom's, comes in all the time. He has a modern mullet, and he pulls it off beautifully. Okay. Is this kind of what we're what we're? Yep. Is it, this is what we're? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So short, short, right at the, at the side slash. Sideburns. It is not as long in the back. I guess. See, that's yeah, a mullet. Yeah. Mullet on the top right. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if he were to cut that back, the the. The bottom and there. I, yeah. I, so the the other version, what I think of the mod, the modern mullet, I also think of the baseball guys. Yeah, the, the yeah, base, yeah. I'm just gonna do baseball guy haircut. Yep, and there and like that's it. That's it. So, but there's always point. It goes to a point in the back. Yes, every yes. single one. They, of them. they go. They they go shorter further. They fade it. more. They fade it more to the back. Points. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, who our guy? Like Judge. Our, Judge is one. He has. There he is. Yep, yep. Springer, Springer. He 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 was a big proponent of this. Where's he at now? Toronto. Huh. Uh, and then there's a golfer who's doing a version of this as well. Uh, Cameron Smith out of Australia. He is he's really letting this. Mm-hmm. Not I mean he's going almost vintage mullet. That is a mullet. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. That that's I don't even know if I would call that the modern mullet. No. Um. Well, just to speak to the modern mullet first here. Because I can point to it on athletes, that means it's probably hard to pull off. Yeah. If baseball guy is doing it, uh-huh. and if Cam Smith is doing it, I, I don't know. It just kind of a Mark Weistrack thing too, hasn't he? Kind of done yep. a modern mullet as well. It, you have to have. You don't have to, but I think it works a lot better if you have something going on with your facial hair too. Yes. Not like chops, but keep it like dirty. You know, because kind of a dirty look. Yeah, it's kind of a grun- a grungy a grungy vibe. But again, Mark is if he's doing it, it's he's going to look incredible. So it's not something that everybody can pull off. The, because it's baseball guys and one golfer and Mark from Midland who has a like. You need a very specific look. Yeah, Th- that this this is not going to, it's not a versatile hairstyle. Yeah, you can't suddenly put on like your Sunday best and like this is going to to work seamlessly with you know. With your with your business casual outfits, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you 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 kind of have to commit to something. Whether it's that, whether it's whether you're a baseball dude and you're like going heavy into the streetwear, or you're 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 '70s country guy or something. You kind of need a look that works with that that hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So I I do I mean you know the, I know you say it turned out terribly here, but. It'll grow in a couple of days, and and I bet you'll feel a little bit better about it. But you, but you will like as you're going out and kind of like doing things with this haircut. You, you I feel like you're going to want to gravitate towards clothing that makes a little more sense mm-hmm. with it. Um, so you know, khaki shorts and an Oxford button down probably is not is not it. Although maybe that's what Bush is doing. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. he's he's working it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I was even um. You know, we've we've talked about the TikTok hair, the front hair. I don't Ooh. know. Is, Rand, does that hairstyle have a have a name? Just tic, it's the TikTok haircut, right? E boy, it's an e boy. That's what it is. That's what it is. Even, Randy's like the guy from what's that movie with the two dudes that were in Clerks? They directed Clerks. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, he's like Silent Bob. <laughs> you ask him something, he just <laughs> shrugs. Um, I, I even feel like that. <laughs> 
I even feel like the e-boy haircut is more versatile than the modern mullet. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been growing mine out more and just What do you think you, you, you yeah, any any direction for your for your hair that you're thinking of like are you just Did you get a haircut recently? Mm, week or two ago, yeah. two weeks. What I've been doing this is going to sound gross, but I wash it less. Yeah. With shampoo, I mean, water mm-hmm. sure. But it, it, the more oil you have in there, you, I don't ever put any product in my hair. You Gotta know? let it's just all natural. That all au natural, natural product. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I feel like I'm in no man's land, man. Honestly, I, I, I don't. I, you know, I had the really long hair, and then I went short last year finally. And going to get a haircut is more of an ordeal now. And I don't like. Like at this point, you know me. I'm, I, I'm vaxxed up. I'm like, get this fucking. Yeah, I'm you're kidding. going to the club. <laughs> anti-masker <laughs> um but i don't know it's just like it's not an experience that i really look forward to mm-hmm. anymore i would say yeah and i also am, i'm I, I i was never comfortable with the idea of like being able to actually see what the hair was looking like while i had my while i had a mask on i feel i there's you know the first haircut that i got in the pandemic last year was the best one that i got wow and and then after that, it, it's like I don't know. I just mm-hmm. felt like it wasn't. I didn't feel like the experience was at a hundred percent. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I've just been kind of like letting it do whatever, but I don't really like the shape of my hair right now, and I don't really know what to do with it. And 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 as you could see on our reel, like I can't do the the middle part because I get no volume, just flops down on my on my head. Grow it out, dude. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. If I had straight hair like that, I'd grow it out. Yeah. So we'll see. I still, I still kind of have this. I, I semi have the urge to go like, like bleach blonde, bleach blonde buzz cut. Uh huh. Did I say that right? Bleach blonde buzz cut. It's a tongue twister. Uh, so you know, Scott Disick was doing this. Really? Let's see if I can pull this up. The Lord. The Lord. You know, Ooh. Mark Mark Aru has cut his hair from Midland. Oh, has he? Yeah. Okay. By the way. I hate Scott Disick. I don't like him. Okay. For the record. For the yeah, just as a, you know, as an overall statement, but you know, he is he is a source of some some fashion inspiration here and there and I, I you know. There's nothing I can do about that. Right. Uh okay, so here he was. Here here's one. Here's like a here's a photo of him. But this has grown out a little bit. He looks like Adam Levine. Levine. So but then I saw a picture of him that was probably a week after this and if you're not constantly bleaching it, yeah, it grows out so fast, and then you look like a porcupine, and it's not good. How old is his girlfriend? It's very not good. I think she's like 19. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. So so I'm I'm back out on that. Yeah, I won't do that. I am tempted to go buzz cut, but but I I don't think I have the. Uh, I think that's a young. I think that's. I don't think I have the face for it anymore. There's got to be a modern buzz cut. My it's, face is too jaunty at, at this age. Mm. You need. I feel like you need a little bit more. A little more. Not. I'm not weight. You don't need to like. You need. You don't need additional weight, but you need like. I don't know. You just need that health, healthy. You're meat, unhealthy meat, right now. Meat in your face. I don't know, man. I. I just. I feel. I, I don't know. Yeah. Nobody's 100 percent right now. Yeah. My face. I feel like I'm gaunt a little bit. <laughs> No, you're good, man. Uh, you just got like a good jaw jawbone. Yeah. So, yeah, I got I got nothing for for this. You'll never dye your hair again. 
You don't think? No. <laughs> are, you just, are you trying to push me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the The biggest reason why this still hangs over my head is because I didn't do it right the first time. Right. That was a bad experience. Because I did not go all the way. I, 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 I pushed out, basically. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, don't bleach, don't bleach, no bleach, no bleach. You have to bleach. You the, have to bleach. The good thing with the bleach is you can do both of these things. You'll bleach, keep bleaching, and then once you're sick sick of it, you buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I saw a picture of a dude with longer bleach blonde hair and then regular dark scruff, and I didn't like that. No, either. no, no, no. I feel like you got to keep it more clean shaven yeah. when you have the bleach blonde uh-huh. hair. We'll see. You know, I feel like I'm gonna get more sun than I got this summer, than I got last summer. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna get a I'm, my goal, summer 2021 goal is to get a tan. That's my goal every summer. Yeah. I failed on it like the last three. Uh huh. It's happening this year. Okay, it's got to. And then we'll see. Then I'm gonna revisit the bleach. You got how any about, vacations planned? How about that? Or what? No, but I but but we're we're looking into it. Okay. Yeah. Tulum. Can't recommend. I, I, I heard. Enough. I heard Tulum. I heard. Tulum is so crowded that nobody even goes anymore. Ooh, I hate that. So, I don't know. Tulum's out. <laughs> I think I, I honestly, you may I think you caught the tail end of Tulum. Mm. I think it is truly That sucks. It's basically just Cancun now. It's, it's what I that's what <laughs> I, that, that is what I hear. That is what I Well, hear. you fly into Cancun. I, right, I know. So, I, I don't know if there's like a Senor Frogs there or anything, but like <laughs> no. there, there are bars that are the equi- there are scenes that sound like they have become the equivalent of that. Uh, it's kind of like, instead of Senior Frogs, there's like moody yoga crews. You know, if you know what I mean, like, instead of like a party crew, it's, that takes partying to the extreme, uh-huh, it's uh-huh. the yoga crew okay. that takes that whole lifestyle to the extreme. Is Tulum HPO? What's that? Hot people only? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I, I do love a scene. I know you do. So. Tulum's a scene. I, yeah. But I want it to be a burgeoning scene. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Todos Santos. Okay. That's a burgeoning scene. Now we're just going to blow it up. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have to talk off mic. All right. Yeah. I don't want to blow up the spot any, any more than we are. We'll do a vacation episode. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Next question here. Moving into a new house, looking for tips on art rugs key items i might not think of all right i know this comes up all the time i hope we're not beating a dead horse with this topic but but i I, but i have some new questions and some new thoughts here so i so i want to revisit here um first i want to talk about art because your boy is struggling with the art yeah we still have nothing on the walls it's hard and 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 i and i hate it because i every time i see places that i love like um and i'll just i'll shout alex delaney he uh, used to be at bon appetit he's doing his own thing now but like he he has um, he's got some little slides of here I'll, just, I'll I'll pull it up. He has so much stuff on his walls, and th- that's a common thread I feel yeah. like in places that I that I like mm-hmm. is that they're they maximum just have, they just have maximum they have killer art. You yeah. know what I mean? Here's here I'll, I'll I'll pull this place up and just cool stuff. And so oh wait. That's not what I meant to do. Here we go. This this is this is an issue for me for a couple of reasons. One, I don't really have I don't I don't even I don't have anything that's like a starting point. We don't I don't have one thing that I can like build off of even. Uh and then the second thing is I'm just finding it really, really hard to shop for. 
because and and I don't know if that's because there aren't any art shows anymore and like exhibits are closed or and that just hasn't sprung back to life yet but you know I'll come across I'll come across prints that I like and stuff online but they're from this website or that website and it's like there's no artist tied to them yeah. and I don't know who I don't know where they came from or what mm-hmm. the story is mm-hmm. and it's like I I want stuff that I can at, l- at the very least say Oh yeah, so and so did that. Right. It doesn't have to be a name that you recognize or know or that they ever did anything else. But at least I can say, oh yeah, some, you know, creative in her Dallas basement like does these little charcoal things, and I, you know, I got one. Yeah. You know what? Like I just want, I want. At, if it's on the wall, I feel like you should at least be able to say a couple sentences about it beyond. Some oh, website. Well, I, I found this on. Prince.com. Prince.art yeah, Prince.com. Yeah. That's a that's our issue too, is we we've put off the stuff on the wall for so long because I want it to be perfect. If not perfect, but something that, like you were saying, has more meaning to it. Um but one thing that we have we're going to end up buying, and this is another avenue to take, instead of going for a painting or a or, or some sort of print art mm-hmm, print mm-hmm. go for a really cool photo and a couple of sources for that um i hate the name of this but it's called austin modern rocks gallery modernrocksgallery.com and it is centered around photography of musicians but they're cool they're signed they're numbered okay they're, they're they have a lot of meaning to them they have stories behind them um, and they're not too cost prohibitive. Now, if you depends on how big of a print you're getting, right, or if right. it's it's on the rarer side. Sure, um, that's a great one. And then also, um, San Francisco Art Exchange okay. is another website. sfae dot com. Same um, vein. It's it's all about musicians and photography. Um, and you can go down this rabbit hole for hours. They've got so many options. Yeah, this looks cool. And again, they're sfae.com, easy. Yeah, they're, you know, would likely you would like to think that these all this stuff will appreciate over time. Um, it's not some rare painting, but still, they're very cool signed and numbered. I, I got targeted some ad, I can't remember if it was Instagram or just online uh about this this it was basically an art investment agency Mm -hmm. and you you were so you were basically investing in like modern works of art that you don't get any art because it's obviously like a a group buy type thing uh Uh, and 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 i've heard of of other variations of of this Um, i think there's even sneaker versions of this uh but so you're you're investing in like a banksy or something like that and you it's like buying a bitcoin you don't have to buy a whole bitcoin anymore and it's like outperformed the S and P by four hundred percent. So I'm. Just, I don't I'm, care if I'm I can't it put it on my wall. <laughs> you know, but at least so, let yeah, me have just, it for a week. I don't, the, the, the growing asset class is interesting as well. Yeah. Just so this brings us to NFTs. Yeah. What is that? What is an NFT? I mean, we've gone over this before. It's a non fungible token. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't get it. It seems like we could come up with one in this room. That's what I really. I think, we, I think we could. Yeah. I, I don't totally understand it either. But it's provocative. It gets the people going. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like that thing, that is a, a trend that is going 
nowhere. Oh man, can't wait to hear this episode in like <laughs> five years where that's like <laughs> everybody's millionaires. Yeah, on off NFTs. Uh-huh. Uh, rugs, rugs are easy. These are all over the place. You yeah. can find so many vintage Turkish rugs on Etsy or Rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. If you want a washable one, go to Ruggable. I mean, even like uh, even Target has some cool rugs. Yeah, you know, I, I feel far less. You know, oh, the rug has to be perfect. Um, we've picked out rugs from West Elm before. Like, if you if 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 you want something that's uh, we've got like a, it's not burlap, but it's that it's it's that jute w- jute woven type mm-hmm. stuff. We have one of those. Yeah, it it's rugs feel easy. You can you can pretty much, I don't know, they just seem all over the place, and and you don't have to. I don't. Unlike, I, it's great if you have like a vintage Turkish or, or Oriental yeah. rug, right? Like, oh, this is from so-and-so it's 100 years old or, or whatever uh, but they but new rugs are great too and they're all over the place um what do you think about this idea go to zillow look at the nice listings yeah or or like you you know you you post your photos from mm-hmm. from some of the the crazy cool real estate spots that that you're touring or showing or or or, or have some connection to here in austin and just like click through the rooms and like yeah. pick, pick up the style tips, see what how they've staged it, what what they feel like is important to show potential buyers, mm-hmm. and I feel like that might give you some tips of okay, well this is the stuff that I should have to make my place mm-hmm. look presentable, essentially. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I like that. Yeah. Uh, any other key items? I feel like shelving is big. I feel like a flo- floating shelves are big right now, mm-hmm. or or the the ladder shelves, the stuff that kind of like leans up against the wall. That's more. That's less committal. The 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 floating shelf. You got to put some big holes in the wall, mm. and that always freaks me out for anchors stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, I say this so often, and it's exhausting for some of y'all I know, but plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way to warm up a house, or a condo, or an apartment, or whatever. Uh, and then oh, I just want to throw one thing out here too. Think about your, think about the, I, I feel like space is important. Just how do you utilize this space in general? One issue that we're having right now is we have a, a, I, it's, I guess it's a sectional. No, it's not a sectional. It's an L shaped couch. One side of the couch has like a longer, a longer piece. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially a, a, an ottoman, yeah. a built in ottoman basically. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an L. In our current space, where our living room is very small, we can't fit a regular size coffee table. We need yeah. a, we need a new coffee table, but they're all four freaking feet long. Yeah, and that's not going to work. We I like I need like a thirty two inch coffee table, and I can't I can't find one. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know if you're when, when you're when you're shopping for furniture, you also got to think about the other furniture. And that's just I just want to throw that out there because might be it might be helpful just but think about the you know if you're picking a couch think about the type of coffee table you want think about where the tv is going to go and do you want it mounted or do you want it sitting on a you know an armoire or like or a whatever or whatever those things are called mm-hmm. um so console console yeah another thing to think about with the coffee table that we have done in a small space is a clear coffee table either glass or acrylic that's what we have right now but it's a crappy one from urban outfitters and it's like lost all of its stability yeah so it's just a shaky mess now (laughs) yeah it's not good um yeah yeah uh pay attention to if if uh, i I know we're i'm gonna pitch patreon here again but we throw some pretty cool house stuff on our on our list every once in a while too 
there was a, a, a really cool looking vase. I don't know if you saw one of our, our listeners picked it up. He posted a picture of it in the cord. Oh, from Hay? Yeah. Looked I haven't fi- seen it. Looked fire. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, some some good stuff there, and uh, yeah, I hope my, I hope that was helpful. I'm 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 gonna try. I'm gonna keep trying to work on the art. I'll, I'll report back in in a few weeks and, and see let you guys know if I had any luck. All right, you ready for a little lightning round? Yeah. Quicker questions. Okay. Aprons in the kitchen. Canvas ones from Filson. Too much, but check out Headley and Bennett. Uh, I wanted to use this. I was I, I I really want an apron, but I'm having I'm having dis, I'm overwhelmed by decision uh, by choice. Mm-hmm. So many options out there. Do you wear Do you wear an apron at all? No. I I am in the kitchen so much at this point. You're a chef. I'm I'm I am a chef. What's that brand? It's just the and symbol. I don't know. Yeah. Ampersand. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, that's what the symbol's called, well, right? That's the. Uh, I think that's what a lot of the people in Top Chef wear. I don't know. I could be. Can I, I know you like making pizzas. Can I tell you what I picked up recently that changed my whole perspective We're doing on pizzas shit? tonight? Go ahead. I didn't have a. I didn't have a dough roller, Phil. Oh. I didn't have a roller, <laughs> a, pin, a a rolling pin. Yeah, that's so necessary. I, I got a. Uh, I got one on Amazon. It's just like the Mulo wood, M U L O. I went with the full cylinder, not the French. Mm-hmm. I'd been pressing out my pizza dough. I had lumpy messes of pizzas. No, no good. It, it took me, and it would take me twenty minutes to get it stretched out to like nine, ten inches. You tossing? No. No. <laughs> I got this bad boy. I'm rolling dough out in two seconds, getting it per- perfect shape, laying it down, getting my toppings on there. It, it was it, it, life changing. Anyway, if you making your making pizzas is very easy, but you do need a rolling pin. Pro tip. Go to the like the like the the prepared section mm-hmm. of your of your grocery store, especially at like a central market or a Whole Foods or something like that, and um and and they might have fresh pizza dough that they can. That That's they what can, we we usually they can I, give you. it's frozen, but it's cauliflower cauliflower mm-hmm. pizza dough crust. Yeah, just plain. Yeah, there's some in the frozen section it's too. It's good, but they, but they might have some un- yeah. like fr- if you're making mm. you know in the next few nights. The all-day crossback the, apron. The brand is Headley and something. Headley and Bennett. That's the one. Oh, that's that, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what. That's the one that was suggested. Yeah. So that's what I need, huh? That's it. Okay. They've got a lot of options. All right, Headley and Bennett. If you need an apron, I need one. This was an apron for the kitchen was like on my high on my birthday list, and then wow. I, I could never tell anybody what I wanted, and so I I didn't get one. What a great gift. Yeah. Uh, here's a suggestion for us: Club Cool Wine and Painting Night. Except we all paint white Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, R- Randy, jot that down for uh, for the the first uh, washed media uh, meetup. Yeah, and we'll let's sh- you know, let's I'll talk I'll talk to the money guys. We'll see if we can just get like ten pairs of white Air Force Ones there. I'm sure it's in the budget. Uh, it's got to be. Uh, okay, here's one. Why do only hoodies get the front pocket? Why can't I get a crew neck with a big front pocket? I've seen one. I've seen them too. Mm-hmm. I, I've done no searching. I've done no googling for this, but I do want to answer the question. I, it's a it's a balance thing. You get a little kangaroo pocket in front. You got the hood in the back. Yeah. They 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 aesthetically and physically, like weight wise, they kind of balance each other out. I, I don't like a kangaroo pocket mm-hmm. on the on a crew neck because it, I don't know. It's just weird. It's also just one of those things. Like it makes sense with the hoodie. I don't know if it makes sense with the crew. No. The one I've seen was not as baggy of a uh, yeah kangaroo, but it was still there and it was a little awkward. Ma, I think I think Will DeFreeze has one of those. <clears throat> Ma did like a rugby with a front pouch pocket like mm. that, and it was interesting. 
but it, it I don't know. The, there, a hoodie, a hoodie compared to a crew neck, it's it's kind of, it's like one step closer to a piece of outerwear. Yeah. And so, so you, so you get the, you get a little extra storage. Mm-hmm. A, a, a crew neck is just a heavier long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah. So I, I you don't, you, <clears throat> no storage for you. <laughs> you will get no pun. Um, but I, but I, but like you said, I have seen these before. Yeah. So you just got to keep your eyes peeled and, and one will pop up. I love a kangaroo a hoodie. That's why I like a hoodie is because it's nice and comfortable to keep, you know. Somewhere to put the hands, it's right, not your pockets. Right. But you also you're bundled at the neck. Yeah, you get great. whole shebang. Um, Phil, did you see the Adidas South Park Towley collaboration? No. Okay. Is it a towel? Um, surely. No. But uh, I'll I'll show it for you, and I, I just want to give you a, a quick anecdote here. We didn't talk about this because I didn't really realize it was coming up. Um, oh, a, nice! A couple weeks ago, this is a, it's an Adidas Campus, a, a model that I love. It is rendered in purple, like terry cloth, just like Towley from South Park, and it's got little eyes on the tongue, which, when exposed to either like light or warmth or something or, or smoke I, 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 or I don't know, but they they turn all pink and bloodshot. I like those. So, I, I was very excited by this shoe. And it cost a hundred bucks, and uh, it popped up on like I'd never even gone on the Adidas confirmation app. It's their version of sneakers mm-hmm. to apply for a single shoe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going after Yeezys anymore. Like I I, I didn't do any Bad Bunny Camp uh, uh, Forum '84 sneakers. Like I've been I've been out on any quote unquote hyped Adidas for a long time, but I'm a lifelong South Park fan. Mm-hmm. Tally all time, you know, character from the show. Yeah. And I figured, like, these should be easy to get. I'll enter the draw for these. Mm-hmm. I entered a couple raffles for them. And so I was something. like, oh, they're raffling these. That's interesting. Well, they'll probably pop up, like, at a bunch of shops that, you know, they'll they'll pop up on on, on Notre no or wherever and, like, be able to grab them. No. Uh, yeah, it, this is the hottest shoe that Adidas has released in many, 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 many months. Wow. Uh, this this thing was like reselling for like over four hundred dollars. Really, I did not hit on the confirmation app. I did not hit on the in person raffle that I went to Nice Kicks to get a ticket for. <laughs> I did not hit on any of the online raffles that uh, that I put in for. And uh, to be, uh, I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, nobody. I I I've been a proponent of the campus and gazelle models forever, and like I, nobody's ever like, oh hell yeah, dude, it's a great shoe. And South Park is thirty years old, man. It's a millennial shit. Everybody's out on millennials. Yeah, people, we're we're the old we're the old you know dumbasses now. Basically, <laughs> like what what it, what I don't know why this. I'm it's just a really, sleeper. I'm surprised that this shoe was such a hit. I didn't I did not expect this at all. Um, but it but it was so I yeah this I like them. They're cool. They are very cool. I like the packaging too. Go to that box. Yeah, and uh, but but I had when I, when I when I saw the shoe and was like oh cool yeah 100 bucks I'd better fuck around with these mm-hmm. I had no idea that that that, Look they, at that that they were as hype as they as they are um and they it was you know tied to 420 release all that I don't know I guess maybe weed is hot so 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 these were hot <laughs> you know what's hot delta 8 okay I've been hearing about this mm-hmm. uh, there's a coffee shop down the street from me called Radix mm-hmm. And they are pitching the shit out of out of Delta Eight. Sunriser did a Delta Eight release on four twenty. Have you tried Delta Eight? No, but I've heard it's just it's weed. 
it's one strain separated from Delta Seven. But I I've think. heard that it is not a psychotropic. It's only like a physical body type uh, high. Okay, that makes sense. But the, I don't know. Radix keeps sending. I think I have a twenty percent off discount. Do you know if it, is it expensive? I'm going down there. I'm going to get some Delta Eight. I might do that today. Yeah, you better tread lightly, my friend. Well, I know the rule, rule of thumb. Take a half. Take half a one. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> from what I understand, these people that are regular weed smokers that are it's it's knocking it them is out. Very similar. They're eating gummies. They're getting the same effects uh, as regular gummies. They're smoking pens that uh, that it's a very similar high. Okay, wh- how? Where has this loophole been? Why is this so mm-hmm. so new? Then I don't know, but. It's it's hot, and I'm afraid it's too hot to where it's going to be like synthetic weed that gets sold at the counter at the convenience store, and it turns into some fucking murder drug that people start dying from. <laughs> well, I expect that the um, Texas legislature puts an end to this loophole mm-hmm. almost immediately. Uh, we're we're going to be a, a last five state on legalization. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, which makes no sense because— Texans claim that they, you know, I feel like Texas, Texas, claim to be more libertarian than anything. Mm-hmm. And well, if you were, you'd let people grow, smoke and sell weed yeah. and tax it and do something productive with the money. But no, um, you know, no, no, not the case. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I'll stop there. All right. Um, la- <laughs> last, uh, Last question here. Is Amiri a brand that has failed to adjust cycle to cycle? Do you think you'll be in on it again? Um, short answer, yeah, kind of. I do think that. But I'm also, I'm also not out on it. Mm-hmm. So, so I am still technically in. I think the difference between maybe now and couple years ago or, or or three seasons ago is i i felt i, I really liked most of what they were doing mm-hmm. then and now i like a, a slice of what they're doing um but but i i do kind of agree with with uh they definitely have not tried to change lanes mm-hmm. at all um and, and and the stuff is still like really kind of like wild and graphic heavy and uh n- not all of that works super well at the moment and what 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 that that piece of it has been pushing me into into thinking is like man you we call chrome hearts the new like christian audige at hardy but i think it might actually be a miri really yeah it yeah huh just i i mean because you know I, i've got their I, i've got essence pulled up here you look at the stuff like this yeah Right. That's not aging well, man. Uh-huh. That doesn't even look good he- today. No. It's I- I've got a the the tactical cargo jeans pulled up, which is a camp pocketed uh cinch hemmed like super stone washed out cargo jean. It's bad. It's not good. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um some of the really like louder graphics like this type of stuff, like it it even kind of looks like Ed Hardy. Yeah. In, in a way, uh, so I'm just I'm I, I do I do I get that sense, and I do agree with the fact that they that that he really hasn't 
he hasn't changed lanes too much. Um, at the same time, bandana basketball shorts, I think those are tight. I think, uh, you know, still does great flannels. I still like a lot of the hoodies and crews. Their tie-dye work is nice. The uh, the scale top lows yeah. are sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there, there's definitely stuff that and, – and what he puts down the runway is is yeah. usually really forward. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I know that, that, that whatever the most recent show was, like had bootleg jeans and wider cuts and, and wasn't so – so intent on like the super ripped up skinnies, which feel very dated at this point, um, like like these rainbow patch jeans. So, did you see the John Elliott shorts as macro dose? And yeah, micro dose. Mm-hmm. I love looking at those. I feel like I could never pull those off, and very few people could. Yeah, the 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 um, you know, so, you know, so John, they do John does the game short. Yeah. which has like the basketball style piping on them. Yeah. And then he does the practice short, which is just like a printed mesh short. I kind of wish those had been just a printed mesh short. Mm-hmm. I feel like the basketball piping on them takes them to a, a kind of a weird place, which adds to that, that difficulty of, of pulling off. But uh, yeah, interest. It, uh, Amiri is an interesting, an interesting one um, because I do like, yeah, Mike is just very, very committed to this, to this particular genre, whatever we're we're calling this now, and um, there there seems to be some some attempt to kind of like adapt and 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 change, but but also a lot of just sticking with with what what he does, and uh, it, yeah. I, I will be interested to see where Amiri is in in a few years, because I don't I don't think that all of this stuff is is going to age very well. Mm-hmm. A, a good a good fifty percent of it. Uh, that this botanical leaves print on the cam collar though with matching shorts, like again, love that. Mm-hmm. That's that's very cool. So if I was super wealthy and 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 going on uh, to Tulum this summer, and just had had now had, would you get the matching set? Oh hell yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm carrying this weekender yeah. with me. Uh-huh. God, maybe even throw on this crochet bucket. Now you're doing it. <laughs> uh but yeah, so the yeah, it's it's this it's the I don't know what to call it. It's like the it's it's the rock starry stuff that's I think it's time to move on from. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, and lean into the just more like kind of California trippiness that, that he seems to play with as well. Mm-hmm. Like All right, Phil. Stuff. Which which stuff? The, this the, the, the trippy these yeah healthy body healthy mind yeah i just like that i like the yeah. bubble letters i do too that's like some big big uh like fuzzy applique yeah. stitched on there that's that's cool um so yeah okay. it's it's just hit or miss for me right now that's right. that's my take okay yeah randy you got anything all right randy will uh shake it the head we'll see you into him <laughs> <laughs> all right that wraps it us wraps it up for us today thank you all for listening phil thank you so much for being back we even went long today extra to extra special little lengthy episode for everybody and uh we'll be back soon i think uh, i think we might get Bilal back on here to talk uh, 2021 watches with us nice. in the next week or two so so stay tuned for that and uh thanks to headspace our lovely sponsor today check them out as well we'll see you soon bye-bye